I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. (laughs) Tickling me this morning. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Filled with nothing but joy and hope about it, too. You know, it's a great thing to be able to wake up in the morning with with peace in your heart and joy. Peace and joy is, 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 is immeasurable. It, it has a value attached to it, and, and I have no idea what it is. It's invaluable. It is worth so much more than, than any amount of money you can make. Peace and joy. I, I have not always had that. I have not always been a peaceful person or, or a person who lived his life um, in, in a joyous spirit. It took an arrival at this moment. Some people arrive sooner than others. Um. I wish I had arrived at this point sooner, but I think it was necessary for me to learn a few things too. That's, that's the amazing thing I've learned about life is that instead of reflecting on your past uh, uh, incidences and calling them failures, instead of focusing on the negative and, and calling them bad times, uh, I look at them now as experiences. I had to have those experiences that were negative, that were good, positive, wrong, evil. I had to have all those experiences to become, to shape who we are today. We all have to have them. If you look back at all the negative experiences you've had, 
all the things that you called failures, all the businesses I started that went under, all of the jobs I had that I was fired from, all the shows that were canceled, all of the times I I thought I was going to get something happening my way and turned out I didn't get it at all. When you look at all of it, all of it, hopefully along the way, what you have done as a person is you've taken those negatives and those failures and you've used them for what they actually are. They are experiences and they've now created in you an experienced person. And you know, uh, that is worth something. That's then it becomes a positive. But what too many people do is they let the negative things that have happened in their life. They allow the failures that have happened in them lives never to manifest themselves as experiences. And you sit up there and you dwell on it and you dwell on it until you have this woe is me attitude. Stop looking at it like that, y'all. You go through things in order to become the person that you are today. I'll tell you who you sometimes have to sit down and talk to. Sometimes you ought to sit down to an inmate that really gets it. An inmate that says, man, I, I've actually heard inmates say it to me and write to me. And, and, and they've said things like, man, coming to prison saved my life. Now, those of you who have never got, how can he say a thing like that? But, but, but some men know, man, I was so far out there. That if I'd have stayed out there, I wouldn't even be here today. This actually allowed me to stop, spend some time with myself, and learn some things about me. Now, does that happen for everybody like that? No. But here's a person who has taken an experience that could be considered a failure or a negative and turning it into a positive and using it to enrich their lives. You can do it no matter what your set of circumstances is. I recommend to everybody that you try changing your outlook in order to change your outcome. Everything that happens to you that's negative or you consider a failure, they're experiences. You've got to go through these things in order to have the knowledge that you have today. So I wish that I had come to this arrival that I'm in now, this place of peace and joy. But then guess what? I would not know what I know. I could not share some of the things that I'm able to share if I had not gone through some of them. And sometimes that's the purpose of them, is to teach you a lesson. Because, you know, God has a plan for you. He really, really does. And eventually, he can use you no matter how old you are. And he can use you no matter how young you are. If you just say, okay, I'm ready to hear your plan. I've tried mine. Mine ain't worked out. What's your plan for me, God? What do you want me to do? That's why I say every day, Steve Harvey got a radio show, y'all. Because, man, I ain't see it coming. I didn't see that coming. I ain't see this book coming. I ain't seen. I ain't seen half of the amazing things that have happened to me. I didn't plan them. I was sitting there, man, asking God for some direction, and then I got smart enough to stay watchful, be a hard worker now, because faith without works is dead. And it came. And I remind you of this: God has given all of you a gift. Every last one of you listening has a gift. God has never created a soul that He did not provide a gift to. God gives everyone a gift. And a gift is not just singing, rapping, entertainment. The richer gifts are much more than that. Teachers are gifted people who really have the gift of sharing information. That's a gift. You know, um, and in that you can become great. You know, uh, 
a lot of people think that successful and greatness is the same thing. Cornell West said it at my daughter's graduation. He was a spokesperson. He said something so pointed. He said, don't ever confuse success with greatness. The two have nothing to do with each other. See, people determine success about money and fame and all this here. But greatness, greatness ain't got nothing to do with your money. It ain't got nothing to do with your fame. It's how you conduct your life. It's how meaningful and significant you become in your community, at your church, on your job, to the Cub Scout unit that you run, to the little girls' lives that you change, that that little center in the hood where you just one place of hope to so many people, and they come back. And I used the example of Lou Danzler, who passed away in L.A., who had the Boys and Girls Challenges Club out in L.A., and he wasn't a rich man at all. If you walk by him, you wouldn't even know who he was. But if you look at all the people who have gone on to become politicians, who have gone on to become CEOs, who have gone on to become athletes that have passed through this man's small building in the hood in L.A., he was great. Trust me, man, prayer changes things. I say it all the time. But when you see people become successful or great, there's somebody praying somewhere. May not even be them. Maybe it's their mama. You know, I think of Tiger Woods and all the greatness he's accomplished. You know, they, they always talk about his father and all this here. Somebody somewhere praying for Tiger Woods. I got cash money riding on that. Tiger Woods' mama is a praying woman or something. My mother was. She prayed me into this place because she used to call me all the time praying for you, boy. And prayer changes things. It really does. Try it today. It can change you. It has changed millions of people. Open up yourself to the greatness that's in you because God has given you a gift. Now, the fact that you ain't using it, who fault you think that is? I'm just telling you you got one. And if you start praying about it, it'll manifest itself. And you can become one or two things, successful or great, or both. You can make the decision today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, you're about to listen to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is your boy, J. Anthony Brown. Before we start, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to all the food trucks around the world. Thank you for what you do. Ain't that right, Shirley Strawberry? Oh, that is so correct, Jay. That is so <laughs> correct, Jay. <laughs> What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Good morning. Oh, man, the wings and waffles. Rolling up right outside. All you do is walk outside. They got wings and waffles. <laughs> wings and waffles. What's your favorite fruit truck? Color for real. Okay, Jay. Shrimp. <laughs> And French fries on the on the oh, little oh. we'll be rolling. It's like a mini shrimp po' boy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. And it weird. We only had the ice cream truck. Now they got food trucks. Junior, right. what's your favorite food truck, man? Hey, man, I'm not gonna lie. Anyone that got tacos. Dip tacos, right? man. Dip, and just pull up in my area. I ain't got to go nowhere. Oh, man. Junior. Man. Uh-huh. Man. Street tacos. Street tacos. Rolling. Street Come on, man. Street. Morning, everybody. I love them. I love them. Uh, nephew Tommy, what is your favorite food truck, man? Yeah, it's going to have to be that Jamaican jerk chicken truck, Jay. That that yes. right there. That, yes. Yeah, that's yeah right. that Jamaican jerk chicken truck. Yes, that's, yes. Ooh, extra Served sauce on it. by a real Jamaican. By a real Yeah, Jamaican. man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. 
Booyak, booyak. What does that mean? Booyaka, I don't know. I just like know. saying it. I don't, I don't know. know what it means. You want some rice and peas with that, you know? But you, know, you need to get out the way when you hear it, though. Yeah. When you hear it. <laughs> you don't know what they can do. Some force behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, and that sauce burns, man. That sauce nah, burns. that sauce is good, though, Jay. Yeah, it's good, but it burns. It's good. Man. It's really, it burns, yeah. Later, mm. it burns one. It burns two times, so you get two burns off that sauce. Oh, no. Just, <laughs> just talk about the one, oh, Jay. Sharing. Oh, yeah, sharing. just talk about the oh, one. You get, you get that two burns off that sauce. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay, <laughs> you, you made your point. Uh, <laughs> two burns uh, off that sauce. Two then you repeated it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you I'm forget sorry. you ate. You like what? Oh, okay. That's oh. that jerk chicken. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that what that is? <laughs> I can't believe that guy. Yeah, that food truck. Man, they used to have another name for it. They didn't call them. No, ruin a roach. They called them roach. Roach Coach, yeah. Mm-hmm. They call it Roach, Roach Coach. Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roach Coach. But they changed that. Now they just straight food truck. Oh, no, yeah. food truck. They take debit cards. I know that. <laughs> they sure do. That's they how advanced sure they are. Convenient. <laughs> All right, guys. Coming up on today's show, Joe Biden says that President Trump is fanning the flames of white supremacy. We'll also talk about the president's visits to El Paso and Dayton. Plus, on today's show, nephew Tommy has two prank phone calls. I have a strawberry letter. Carla has reality update, and we'll hear from our girl, Cheryl Underwood. Now, coming up at 32 after the hour, uh, a woman was arrested for, uh, this is nasty, defecating on her boss's desk. We'll tell you why. That's how you defecate. That's how you quit, We'll tell you what happened coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, this story is, like, beyond crazy, okay? It's beyond crazy. But... Some people are, re- and some people on this show are really going to feel her, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be mad at her at all. Here we go. A uh, 41 year old woman had the winning lottery ticket. It was worth over $3 million. She had it on Friday night. She showed up mm-hmm. at work anyway on Monday. Mm-hmm. Why? To deliver just one last package she had to deliver, okay? What was it's that? a courier company, had no idea of her winnings. Uh, I knew something was wrong because I came back from lunch and the door to my office was closed, said the manager. I slowly opened the door to discover the woman with her pants around her ankles hunched over on my desk like a hippopotamus slash cheetah dropping a massive poo on my desk. That's how you leave. She shot her head towards me and locked eyes. I was frozen in shock and fear. Yeah. Look at me while yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. Now, <laughs> look yeah. at me. Yeah. Cut to the woman. Yeah. She said it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Really? When she was being arrested, she said, oh, it was worth it. On Friday, when I realized I had hit the lotto, I mm. knew this would be the first thing I would do. I hit up Look every- at me, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> we talked about uh, food trucks in our earlier segment. She said she hit up every food truck. <laughs> Yeah. And saved all her dumps. This is crazy. All right. weekend. Give me some more tacos. 
She said, I was shuffling around like a death row inmate trying not to explode. Yeah. I've been she putting. She was backed up. Yeah, she yeah, backed. she was. Yeah. She said, she's... "Today is my last day, and I won't be back here tomorrow." I hope you do all right. She said, "I've been putting up with this guy's crap for years. It's time he yeah. put up with some of mine." I know that's right. Wow, I'm not mad. Congratulations. Oh. Go ahead, girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I need you to clean this up. Hello, I need you. To... About that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I already called the police. I know I'm going to jail. Talk about burning bridges, though. Man, yeah. right. I hope she's oh, it's over. Yeah, I hope she gets a financial planner to help her with yeah. her money. Mine. That's how you leave a job, though. Yeah. That's how you leave. No, that's not. Yeah, yeah, it is. That is. You climb up Three on that desk. Yeah. I told you. Did I not say oh, at the outset I'm there a... would be some people on in yeah. on this show that wouldn't be mad? Nah. Sometimes, oh, Carla, you got to cr- you got to crap your oh, way oh, out, Carla. Yeah, Mm-mm. it is. Oh, it's what you. It, oh, this is what it looks like. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Jay. Yeah. Too far, Jay. Can you- Why are you making eye contact with me while I'm doing this? Why are you oh, looking at me yeah, like this? Yeah. Don't, don't look at my eyes. Can you imagine someone on your desk doing that's this? That's disgusting. Yeah, that that's how you do disgusting. it. He, he must have been the worst disgusting. manager ever. He had ever. to be. Ever. It had to be. Ever. He had to be, he had to be the worst what? manager ever. Yeah, He's been putting they up with talk about that for a long yeah. time. Ever Give me one more scoop of beans. I know she's in there pool. But you go around all weekend? All weekend. You held it to yourself. Because yeah. she knew that and, she was going back to work yeah. on Monday to do this. So all yeah. this was premeditated. Put vice grips oh, on the backside. Just oh. to yeah. lock it in. It's going to be hard for him oh, to get respect on that job, too. Oh, you didn't say that when she was up on your desk. <laughs> right, you talking right, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. right there on your stapler. He was the worst manager ever. I mean, it has to be that. He was the oh. worst manager ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no way yeah. he wasn't. You're going to mess around, yes. it's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, more oh, than one person can, more than one person yeah. can win the lottery get, in this job. He can't, oh he can't take that. No, oh he can't. Oh, my God. He can't he, nobody. He's going to try and call her say, saying she looks like a hippopotamus slash cheetah. Yeah, whatever. Y'all yeah. trying to go in. Yeah, he her. did. He did. Do hey, y'all hey, have the shade. visual? Do you have the visual yes. of this man walking in? Delete. Yeah. All Do you of have it. that visual? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's too early what the for the hell? visual. It is. <laughs> it is. You got to see it, though. It's yeah, right there. That's the only way you can talk about it. Hey, Dave, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring it up. <laughs> Anything interesting happened this morning? Yeah. Ah, you know, your brother just kind of backed up. How y'all doing, man? Oh, God. So, Those jokes so will be timing. forever for yeah. you. Yeah. The next time he said, meet me in my office, uh-uh, I don't know. I ain't going in there. Not in that office. No, We're going to pass, hey. We're going to pass. Hey, Jay, what would you do if, he, if your check was on his desk? <laughs> <laughs> He'd go right on in there, Junior, and you know it. Direct deposit. <laughs> Get in there and do what Your you got. Your check is on my desk. Not that check. Oh, my God. That's how you leave a job, though. That's yeah. how you leave. That's a good thing. Why couldn't she just yeah. leave, though? Why? I mean, because really? Because he, he... Everybody wants... He messed with him. Everybody got a certain way. Because I, I have a great way that if I win, like, a $2 million or three, $4 million on the lottery, this is what I'm going to do. What? I'm calling up. I'm going to say, Steve! <laughs> and I'm going to cuss, do a lot of cussing. And then I'm going to call him right back. Oh, yeah, that's what I said, and then I'm going to hang up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'll take that. I'll take that. It's better than what the woman did. It's better than pooping on the Yeah, it's better than pooping on the dead. He said a massive poop. Yeah. (laughs)
Yeah. Those were his yeah. words. Massive. <laughs> he didn't ate every food that truck. Mean, that means rubber gloves and a hazmat suit. That's yeah. what that means. That's exactly Not to mention some means. bleach and pine salt. <laughs> what is that right there? Oh, that's that's truck number three right there. That's truck Febreze. number three. Man. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, man. No, you got to get yes, fabuloso. Yes, that's the one I was no, trying to that's, think that's of. That's a yes. new desk is what this is. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a new desk. I can't have this one. And you know, you sat down and that smell... I didn't want anyone to say that. I, okay, I, now. We, I didn't want you to say it, I Junior. You I said did it. Not. I, I did not. We, oh, God. Oh, God. Ah. Oh, he said it. He yeah. said it. I know what it's you, morning. What, I know it's what morning. What do you expect, Shelly, when you brought this story up? Yeah. I mean, come on. You think we're not going to cover everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you say words like massive poo, what do you yeah. expect? Uh, right? You may have to smell. All right, listen. Coming up next, the nephew's in the building, and uh, we'll never have to worry about that from him because he's a germaphobe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, run that prank back with the nephew coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, actor John Voight says racism was solved a long time ago. Uh Uh-oh. See, he gonna huh? make me stop watching yeah. Ray Donovan. Ray, I know this is Who Mickey. Said this? Mickey Donovan. Ray Donovan, come on. Yeah. Ray, Donovan, yeah. Ray, Donovan, yeah. Ray Donovan's Ray Donovan daddy. No, Ray Donovan's Donovan, daddy on the show, John Voight, who is Donovan, Angel- uh, Angelina Jolie's daddy in real life. Who is? But, oh, I think a racist. Uh, I think he really is, man. Oh, he yeah. says racism was solved a long time ago, but uh, <laughs> where's he been? But right now, uh, nephew Tommy is here with us with uh, run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Oh God! Um, <laughs> that was too much today already. It's right? just too much. Let's get I, it started. In words of my grandmother, I I I I I just can't. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> and I just I just can't. All right, here we go. Yo, new boss. That's the name right there. That's the prank right there. Yo, new boss. Mm. Yeah. Yo, new boss. That means you ain't the boss no more. You have a new boss. Yo, no boss. Run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Jason, please. This is me? How can I help you? Hey, Jason, uh, this is Lyle. I'm giving you a call out of Human Resources. Right. How you doing? You're the foreman, the project guy out there? Yes, I am. I'm the project manager here. How can I help you? Listen, um, you've been training an individual out there, I think, for the last month or so. You Have you been training a... a, a... Yes, a great guy. Um, doing great work. Doing good. Okay. How's, how's he? Is he coming along pretty good with everything? Oh, man, he's picking up real good, man. He's learning to trade. I mean, he's picking up just like I would love for him to pick up. Okay. Excellent young worker. And he's Enjoy. got how many more weeks of training out there? Uh, I would say probably about another week or two okay. before we let him, you know, put, put him on his arm. Okay. You think he'll handle it efficiently? Oh, yes. I think he'll be a great, great employee. Okay. You've been with the company how long? Uh, Going on... About 17 years. Yeah, my records are telling me somewhere around 16 plus, right? Right, right. Almost 17. Okay, you've been with us quite a while, and um, first of all, let you know we're grateful of you of the work that you're putting in. Well, man, I appreciate my man made man. I appreciate the help to come to the man, and you know, being here these many years, man, he let you know, man, I love my company. Exactly. Listen, we got a few adjustments we're going to be making out there in the plant. Here's what we're going to do now. You say going to be done in about a week or two. Yeah, about a week or two. Okay. Here's, here's what we're going to do on that particular day that he gets released, and, uh-huh. and, and you, you you definitely know he's ready for everything. Oh, um, 
I'm going to want you to give him your key card as well as the key to your office. The what, man? I'm, I'm going to want you to give him your key card that gets you actually onto the property. And, and uh, you, have, you have your own parking space, too, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay. Now, um, we're going to need you to give him your key card and your office key, and um, we'll, we'll find you another place to park. He's actually probably going to be parking in your space. Hold it, hold it, hold it. What you mean? You telling me to give him my key parking? Right. My parking space. Your parking space, but your key card to get you onto the property, the little, right. your little electrical card there. Right. That as well as your office. He's going to actually be taking over as project manager. No, no, sir. I'm not giving up nothing. Sir, it's sir. Nobody's going to take over no project manager. Let's, let's, first of all, sir, let's do this. Let's tone the language down, okay? We're going to find a place for you, but for, for the time being... We're going to put you back oh, in the plant until we find something for you. ain't going to find no place for me. My place is where I'm at, right? Now. I'm not moving from nowhere. That's all. Okay. I'm not getting fit to find me nothing. Okay. Nobody fit to find me anything. I got 17 years up in here. Ain't nobody fit to find me not a place to move. You got to understand that part there. I got 17 years up in here. Done trained a young guy, and this guy got a couple months, and you're talking about you're going to do what to me? Move me? Jason, this is a temporary move. We're going to find something better for you. No. You ain't this, no this, better. This, this, this is a project, man. Ain't nobody supposed to move the f- on to you. Got that understanding? This has come from the head. And, and I'm, the head? And I'm the actually head? Tell, me the me who this, tell me who this head is. I know the head people. This decision actually has come from the vice president. No. Well, they ain't told me none of that. It come to me first. I'll tell you what, Jason. This is something I'm supposed to probably not tell you, but let me let me let you in on a little something. Yeah, let uh, me in on something because this is going to be some bull him because I shut the whole place up out here. And I mean Let, let me explain something to you, Jason. This young guy that you've been training, yeah. he's actually the nephew of the vice president. I don't give a about no nephew or no vice president, man. Do you think I care about some president? Tell him, tell the president I said what I say. Him and the nephew. Who cares about the nephew? They ain't never told me none of this. Okay. Well, can I expect you to give your key over to him? No. Hell no. I ain't giving nobody nothing. Doesn't get the law to come get it. Ain't nobody getting nothing. I ain't leaving. How that sound? Sir, all I can ask you for is I need your key card and I need the key to your office. I need you to empty out your things so we can move Victor in there and find you a place. This is just a temporary slap right now. No. You, them, all ain't nobody getting us. Thing, okay, I done been here. I tell you what I go do. I go out there and I pimp slap this little son of a okay, and then I find out who his boss is or whoever the nephew supposed to be and kick his because I ain't giving up nothing. And this I'm talking about y'all, y'all with the wrong one, okay, with the wrong one at this time. Because this sir, ain't nobody sir, taking nothing sir, from you're me. You're talking about beating the vice president's nephew. You're, you're, you're losing control here, uh, uh, Jason. No, I ain't losing nothing. I'm on thing control. I'm gonna lose it when I kick his how that sound, and I'm gonna kick the ball. The CEO, all of them. How that sound? Did that make it sound clear to you? No, it, it so makes no sense. We're, we're what trying to do. just give you some place to be temporarily until I find you another slot. It ain't no other slot. My slot is my slot. I'ma kick his rat. Not how that sound to you, sir. All I'm asking is, I need your key card and I need the key to the office. Get all your things out so I can get Victor moved in within the next week. Ain't no keys, okay? All of them. I don't give a. How that sound? I don't care nothing about them, okay? Because I, see, you're going to make me somebody out here today, okay? I'm tired of this, and this ain't going to happen to me. I'm going to get security to come over and walk you out, okay? No, ain't no security to walk me no way. How that sound? I came here, ain't by myself, ain't nobody to walk me up out of here. Are you having problems moving out for the nephew? The nephew, okay? The nephew is not going to come in here and take, 
Okay. There's another nephew that you need to be aware of. Do you know who the other nephew is? Hell no, I ain't never seen no other nephew. I ain't know that was a nephew. Let me tell you who the other one is. Who the, who the other one is? The other one is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jason, you just got pranked. <laughs> Y'all lying with me, man? Come on, man. Don't play with me, man. Jason. <laughs> Y'all lying, right? <laughs> hey, Jason, listen, man. Man, this ain't no Tommy, man. Y'all need to put that <laughs> man. Man, y'all don't know how long the brother, <laughs> man, I worked, I worked my way up. Man, hey, man, I ain't mean no disrespect to y'all, but me, man, y'all got me good, man. I got you, man. I got I got one thing to ask you, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> That's Steve Harvey morning show, man. <laughs> what y'all think? I like That's it. cold. That's like great. It. That's great. I mean, how I do. I'm just saying how I do. How I do. No. How I do. Now, you know how you did. Oh, you're the king. Oh, you, you already did. did I? Good. That lady with the other boss. But that was good. Don't get me wrong. That was pretty good. Thank you, baby. <laughs> August the 30th happened. and 31st, I will be hanging out at Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. It's Labor Day weekend. Yeah, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, back by popular demand. The nephew is coming to town. That is in Maryland. Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. Right after that. September the 7th, Greenville, North Kakalake. The nephew is coming to town at the Greenville Convention Center. That's Greenville, North Carolina. Tickets on sale. I just feel famous. All right, listen, (laughs) coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, check this out. As far as actor John Voight is concerned, you all know who John Voight is. Uh, Academy Award winning actor John Voight who plays uh, Mickey Donovan on the Ray Donovan series. As far as he's concerned, racism was solved a long time ago. Really? Yeah. He's an ardent supporter of Donald Trump. He took to Twitter to defend the president in the wake of uh, charges of racism after the back-to-back mass shootings that happened over the weekend. Uh, In a video message, John Voight says Mr. Trump isn't a racist, but instead a man who loves his country. Take a listen. This is not a race for color or fame. This is a journey that is for truth. My fellow Americans, too many are angered at the words of racism. This has been a big issue for the black community since the Civil War. But this has been solved long ago by our forefathers for peace and love. It seems that the angered left and angered minorities want to hold President Trump accountable for past lives. You see, we have been gifted with truth. And as I see it, anger is among the old chains that were binding to the people of slavery, old wounds that still seem fresh uh, okay. Is he crying? I'm speechless right now. Yeah. What is the my oh. fellow Americans for? Yeah. I, <gasps> are you crazy? You ain't in no office. <laughs> I didn't watch Ray Donald and I'm not going to start. How about that? Oh, oh I'm man. about to stop. Oh, man. I'm yeah. about to stop. Yeah. I was a fan, I'm not, though. I'm not watching it. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. such a good actor, this guy. Yeah. But yeah. his he's politics, he's a real good actor, he's but he's off. crazy. He's yeah. so he's freaking crazy. off right now. Yeah. He's Racist. in his own bubble. <clears throat> yeah, racism was solved world. a long Our time ago. Our forefathers solved racism? Yeah. Did you hear that? Wow. During the, uh, after the Civil War. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mm. Explain and that Trump's to the man a good on guy, the plane. I guess, huh? Yeah, who loves his country, Jay. Yeah. And don't you forget that. Trump's a good that. guy who loves his country. Yeah. Mm. 
about the white man that called me an N-word? Did he know about that? Okay, I don't think he called all of us N-words, <laughs> yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. All right, in uh, other entertainment news, singer Khalid is uh, doing what, what, what he can to help the victims of this weekend shooting in El Paso, Texas. Um, Khalid, who moved to El Paso in his high school years, he considers El Paso his home. Uh, announced on social media that he's currently planning a benefit concert for those families of the victims. Khalid shared a posted, uh, he shared a post on social media. Over the past few days, he says, my mind and heart have been heavy. Hearing and seeing an act of terrorism happen so close to home, my family and my friends has been unbelievable and shocking. I'm planning for a benefit concert later this month. All of the proceeds, all of the proceeds mm. will go to the families affected by the shooting. Finally, he right. notes sending everyone my love and will keep you guys updated, adding also sending my love to Dayton, Ohio. America is hurting right now. Wow. Yes, no, we that's are. A yeah. Speech right wow. there. Yeah. And yeah. tell John Vogue Khalid is dealing with racism. How about that? That's yeah. Yeah. racism right Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Racism was solved yeah, a long time ago. It was solved. Yeah. It yeah. was solved. But thank you, Khalid. For yeah, um, you, you know, stepping up and uh, help helping your community and your city. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. Never yeah. knew he lived there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I didn't much. either. I didn't know. He, yeah, he I'm considered... a big fan of his. Oh, oh yeah, I, like I love his music. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. All right. Uh, time now for the news, Jay. Please introduce. Miss All right, everybody. It's time for the news with Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, thank you very much. And by the way, actor John Voight thought President Obama was the Antichrist and said so. This is Ann Tripp. Chicago's mayor, Lori Lotford, has got a bone to pick with uh, Ivanka Trump, but I'm going to get to that a little later. But first, let's talk about what happened yesterday. The president was greeted by protests in the two cities where mass shootings took place last weekend. Trump visited both Dayton, Ohio, and El Paso, Texas, where a total of 31 people were killed by white gunmen. The president visited hospitals in each city, meeting with survivors and first responders. He had some supporters that came out. However, protesters really outnumbered his supporters in Ohio and Texas, and they felt that Trump Trump himself, by way of his tweets and campaign rhetoric, was ultimately responsible for the racist violence. But when asked about it, Trump disagreed. I don't think my rhetoric has at all. I think my rhetoric is a very, uh, it brings people together. Well, as you would expect, Joe Biden, for instance, had a completely different take on that as he spoke to voters in Iowa. Trump offers no moral leadership, seems to have no interest in unifying this nation, no evidence that the presidency has awakened his conscience in the least. Indeed, we have a president with a toxic tongue who has publicly and unapologetically embraced the political strategy of hate, racism, and division. Meanwhile, Chicago's Mayor Lori Lightfoot's got a bone to pick with Ivanka Trump in the wake of the weekend shootings. Ivanka tweets, quote, with seven dead and 52 wounded near a playground in the Windy City and little national outrage and media coverage, we mustn't become numb to the violence faced by inner-city communities every day. Well, while the mayor says it was a violent weekend in her city, it wasn't a playground, it wasn't a single incident, there were no seven dead and 52 wounded, and that if Ivanka really cared, she could have called. That's the danger of somebody with a platform and audience that time that doesn't know what they're talking about and getting the fundamental facts wrong that they could easily figure out if they had the decency to actually reach out to us. That's what she felt. The prosecutor in Arizona says that a grand jury has returned an indictment against guess there's a white man charging him with first-degree murder for stabbing a black teenager to death for playing rap music, which he tried to claim he felt threatened by. 
Michael Adams killed 17-year-old Elijah Alamin inside a convenience store in suburban Phoenix. Alamin was about to become a senior in his high school, where he was also a member of ROTC and wanted to join the Marines. Puerto Rico's got a new governor again. Okay, the lay of the islands, the Supreme Court said Pedro Pierluisi was put in there illegally, so they said you can't do that. So now the Secretary of Justice, Wanda Alvarez, is the governor, and she didn't even want the job. But, you know, that's the, so stay tuned on that one. Finally, today is National Happiness Day. It might sound crazy, but I got to say, you get back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, everybody. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, here we go. Trending sports news. What is the deal with the new NCAA new agent criteria? What is that all about? People are calling it the new Rich Paul rule. What does that mean, Junior? Yeah, well, uh, so Rich Paul is an agent who represents LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and about a host of other NBA players. Uh And so so the NCAA uh, new rules to be an agent, you have to have a bachelor's degree, certified NBPA. That's uh, I don't know what that stands for, but Mm -hmm. for for a minimum of three years. And then you have to take an exam to be an agent. Now, LeBron James was pretty mad, too, because he said, uh, look here. He tweeted, can't stop, won't stop, and they big mad and scared, and nothing will stop this movement and culture. Stay woke. In other words, these just uh, Rich Paul, who's having to be LeBron's best friend, Mm -hmm. they're mad because they forced Anthony Davis out of a trade. He didn't want to play for New Orleans anymore. Now he's playing for the Lakers. But Mm -hmm. they're saying Rich Paul and LeBron James influenced that. And they're saying the players now have more control than the owners. So uh-huh. now players are deciding where they want to play. But see, uh-huh. I like that. I'm not mad at I'm that. I'm not mad at I'm that either. I'm not mad at that. Uh-huh. Control your own destiny. Because yeah. it, it's saying it's going to hurt small market teams. Because don't nobody want to be stuck in Oklahoma City. Now you mm-hmm. got all the superstars playing at the Clippers, at the Lakers, Golden State. all major the big, markets. Yeah, all the major yeah. markets. Uh-huh. So if you Dallas, you upset. Because mm-hmm. don't nobody want to come here. So now they create this Rich Paul rule now to say that, you know what, we're going to have certified agents. Now, ain't nobody just going to be an agent. Mm-hmm. You have because Rich Paul doesn't have a, a college uh, degree. Yeah, obviously, but that's, right. But, but that's wrong, though, right. for them yeah, to, to make this kind of criteria to say that you have to have a college degree to do this job. This job is based on experience and relationships and, and, relationships and, and What they don't want is the ball players yeah. thinking for themselves. Yeah. That's what oh, yeah. absolutely. That's exactly it's, 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 it's a slave mentality. Right. It's I don't control. like yeah. it. Yeah, it really, really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that the... Because the, of all the play what we tell mm-hmm. you to play. Yeah. So one of the big, over. One of the big issues was in the offseason was before free agency started, the first day Mm-hmm. There were a billion dollars in contracts signed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So y'all had to have been talking yeah. before the free agent yeah. market mm-hmm. opened. Mm-hmm. You can't control Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George talking. They mm-hmm. got each other phone mm-hmm. numbers. Right. Hey, man, I'm right. going to the Clippers. You tell Oklahoma you want out and you want to come to the Clippers too. All right, now don't say that until tomorrow. Right. Well, how are you going to stop like that? This. Either the agent will tell you to go to hell or the ball player will tell you to go to hell. But somebody going to tell these owners to go to hell. Yeah, so they have too coming. much control. Yeah. And they yeah. make too much money they off make these so players. Much money. And the players have no decision on what they do. They have. They don't know what they... I mean, they have no decision. They can't say anything. They just have to go wherever the owners well, tell them to go. Right. But yeah. the fact Love that it. the NCAA is in it, I mean, somebody like LeBron, he didn't even go to college. No. Mm-hmm. To yeah. play ball. I just think that's just out of control that they have the audacity to say something like that. Well, like LeBron said, stay woke. Stay stay woke. (laughs) They try to get you. All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up at 34 after the hour, uh, President Trump visited El Paso and Dayton, Ohio yesterday. We'll We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so Donald Trump visited El Paso, Texas. He visited Dayton, Ohio on Wednesday. He went there, of course, uh, to console those in the two cities recently rocked by mass shootings. But the president was greeted by protesters and took on his critics on Twitter. Although advance word from the White House said that Mr. Trump would act presidential, skip photo ops and focus on meeting privately with hospital and emergency personnel and victims, he just couldn't refrain. He just couldn't refrain (laughs) from his usual attacks. Petty, 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 petty. Uh, While traveling from Dayton to El Paso, he went off on Dayton's Democratic mayor and a Democratic senator because the president claimed they didn't properly describe a private session at a hospital in Dayton earlier that day. What? Okay, didn't you just say that you were going to act presidential? That came from the White House, from your crew. And then didn't do it. Mm -mm. I can't do it. But they did. They did say that the victims, I watched it, Mm -hmm. that the victims were kind of comforted that the president came there. They didn't say anything. I don't even know what he's talking about. It's yeah. like, what are you, what yeah. is wrong? Paula, he yeah. don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he don't know <laughs> what he's doing. He's just saying something. He's just saying something. He's got Beto O'Rourke and Joe Biden on his mind, so yeah. he can't let that Yeah, go. you're right. Speaking yeah. of Beto, um, is, yeah. and speaking of Petty, uh, did you see on Twitter, Jay, the president mocked Beto O'Rourke's Hispanic nickname, tweeting Beto, phony nickname to indicate Hispanic heritage. Trump went on to say O'Rourke should respect the victims in law enforcement and be quiet. Beto's real name is Robert and was given Beto as a nickname as a child. Beto tweeted, the city of El Paso is hurting and I will not be quiet. Yeah, you can't tell nobody to shut up. Yeah. These yeah. wrong people, man. And that's his home. I yeah. mean, he's, he's from, from there. Paso, so he's from there. Best Ryan get a presidential. Okay. <laughs> 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 presidential butt whooping. Is that what you were getting ready to say, Junior? A nice, okay. a nice surprise on your desk from Beto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the lottery winner in yeah. New York. Yeah. 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 A nice wow. surprise from Beto. Yeah. Well, I saw the president go to El Paso as well, and he mm-hmm. actually met the heroic guy that we talked about from the uh, Army, the private First class Glendon Oakley. Yes, remember yes, him? yes. We yes. talked about, about him, him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he met him at uh, El Paso and other first responders. I just don't understand the president. You know, you you say and you do things, and then you get right back to like he you can't said, Shirley. Focus, Carla. He cannot stay cannot, focused. The petty, I just, he this just pettiness. He can't right. resist going on Twitter, no. slamming people, and I, I just don't understand. I think he's mad at the Democratic senator in Ohio that asked him about. Gun laws and pa- passing gun legislation. I don't know. Maybe he got mad that he asked and, that. And then he said nobody is interested in that right now. I don't think there's enough people. Like really? I'm like, that's what we, people want. That's, that's what, what everybody wants. Yeah. Yeah. Carla, did anybody did anybody in El Paso say we don't want you here? Did anybody say yeah, that? Oh, oh, a yeah. lot of people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they they held a concert outside. Yeah. But see, what he did was Tommy. He didn't go to those areas. He went. To the hospital, he went. But to this is the first time he's gone to the hospital. 
Well, I don't know. I no, mean, I guess he can I go where he wants to go. The he's the president. Before, but he didn't have the press there where they could fo really follow him and ask questions and stuff like that. It's like sneak in and sneak out, Tommy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go in the back door, come back out the back door. It's a photo op. Oh, all he you. did was just get a photo op. That's all he, he did. He didn't allow, like Jay says, he didn't allow the press to do it. So the White House kind of, I guess, videoed yes. what they and wanted they to do. So they put out what, you, you know, what happened actually when he went into, I guess, the hospital rooms and spoke to... You know the injured and the different victims, and mm -hmm. you know, and that's it. Ain't, it's, it's not. It don't feel genuine. Do but the last thing I want to do is come to, and when I open my eyes, he there. That's the <laughs> last thing I want to do. <laughs> when I come to, though. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> 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 well, they didn't want that. That's why they didn't want the press there because they didn't want nobody to video on that. Right. Somebody <laughs> go over there. I ain't vote for you. <laughs> That's very, very true, guys. Very true. Yeah. But leave yeah. the pettiness at home, please. Just it's can't. just unbelievable. You know, people are he won't still stop hurting. with it, though. Mm -mm. You know, mm -mm. you don't have to do this, sir. All right, listen, we're moving on. Uh, coming up next, Nephew Tommy in the building to make us smile yet again. Today's prank phone call coming up next, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. This subject, I can't wait for school to start. I know a lot of parents are feeling that, but it's not what you think. It's not what you think, parents. It's not what you think. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call, and this is what you think. <laughs> okay. Shirley, this is Oak Priosity. <laughs> Calm it down, Carla. She's <laughs> out over Classic. <laughs> Give me Oak a kiss, Tommy. <laughs> curiosity. He played my favorite prank. Let's run it, cat. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Marvin, please. Yes, Marvin speaking. Uh, Marvin, hi. I'm calling you from Doc's office. I'm actually the lab technician. Um, and you, you came in and got a physical, I guess, about a couple weeks ago? Okay, and it's my understanding this is for your for your occupation, correct? Yeah. Okay, you you're in that. What do you do for a living when you're a? Um... Oh yeah, I'm a truck driver. Okay. Now I was giving you a call about. I'm here looking at your records and all the testings that you actually went through. Um, wow. Let's see. Have you had any? Have you had any activity or any problems around your navel area? Nah, everything been fine. Okay. Everything all right, huh? Yeah, everything is fine, but I mean, you you haven't had any any type of uh, nothing, no breakout or anything around your navel or whatsoever. Nah, man. The second time you asked me about my navel, nah, everything's going straight, man. Okay. I'm trying to see what's going on, man. What's happening? Okay, actually, you've been diagnosed with um, Oaktriositis, and Oaktriositis oh. is actually a fungus that comes out of South America, and you you, you have no activity whatsoever around your navel. Nah, man, quit asking the same thing, man. Oak triocitus. It's oak triocitus, sir. And what, what? What you say that? What that is is actually you. You, if you haven't had it yet, you say you haven't had any activity. There's going to be like a small little tree that's going to be growing from your navel, and it it gets about six inches long, and it, it probably bears about, probably about twenty five to thirty leaves on it, but it's very small. That back by me. You see a tree gonna be growing out my navel. It's gonna be a small tree, and uh, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna have to get you to come back in probably in the next month. We're gonna need you to come in so we can check it out. But it's got to grow its fullest potential before we can actually do anything to it. Nah, man, 
Nah, I can't come in on Monday. I got to come in today, man. Somebody got to tell no, we, me we, what's we, going we, on, man. We, get this problem resolved, man, because I'm going to get married, man. Well, we can't. It has to grow its fullest potential, sir. And uh, the full term is actually like about four weeks before we can act. Man, I'm not waiting for no four weeks, man. Somebody got to come tell me something right. Nah, man. I ain't finna go married, man, and have to fly out of town, man, and have something growing out of my neighbor. Man, y'all going crazy, man. Sir, oak triositis is something that's very rare. We were actually getting this assignment from overseas in South America on how to treat this. Man, I don't give a damn. Where is it, man? Somebody's going to have to come give me some, some help right now, man. I'm finna get ready to get married, man. I'm not finna be putting up with it, man. Somebody in this office, man, got to come down here and do something for me, man. And what you say, if you say I can cut it out myself? Sir, the best I can do is probably trim it a bit, you know, and maybe knock a few leaves off, but I cannot touch the full stalk at all. Man, you can cut this put a Band-Aid, do something Sir, to if it, you man. cut it, it's, there's a possibility. Right yeah, you cannot, sir. If you cut it, there's a possibility of hemorrhaging, and you're going to really create a bigger problem than what you have already. Man, I'm trying to get this pulled out, man. You didn't tell me can't nobody in that where I'm driving down there to get this pulled out, man. I'm finna get married in two weeks, man. We finna fly to Jamaica and can't now. Somebody can do this for me. I pull this out my Sir, you cannot pull it out. You're gonna create that, man. You're gonna create a bigger problem if you try to pull it out, sir. The problem is already there. I'm trying to get this down, man. You mean to tell me that big hospital ain't now? Man, can't help me. Sir, what you want me to do, sir, man? It's not something. I got some... mad. I have poking out of my stomach, and you telling me it ain't you can do, man? Sir, oak all the time. Like I said, it hails from South America. So we got. I don't give a Sir, I understand what you're going through, but we have to let it grow its full term, which is four weeks, sir. The full man, root of it. Letting it grow, man. I ain't finna let grow, man. Finna go down right now, man. Y'all gonna have to do something, man. Sir, there's nothing we can do. We can probably trim it a little bit. The trim. Get some chainsaw and cut this, man. Do something. Sir, there's nothing we can do at this point but sit back and wait and let it grow its full term, okay? Can we get I'm you I'm not to... doing no waiting, man. Somebody finna help me right Nah, man. Sir, can we get an appointment for you in the next four to five weeks? Can we do that? No, you got to get an appointment for me today. I'm finna get married, man. I'm finna fly to Jamaica. Man, I can't have no sticking out of me. I can't even sit at the airport, man. You gonna embarrass me like that, man? Have sticking out my neighbor. You crazy? Sir, I understand it. And like I said, oak triositis is very rare. And it's it's something that we haven't treated that many times here in the States. But overseas, the message that we're getting is that we need to let it grow its full term. You man tell me ain't nobody in America got oak tree. What the f is the name of that shit, man? It's oak triositis, sir. So how the f I get it if don't nobody else in America got it? Sir, I could not believe that you were coming up with oak triositis here in the States. It's it's something very rarely seen here. There's been two people in the past that's been diagnosed with this, and they actually passed away. So now you're telling me some died, and you're going to tell me three weeks. Man, I'm coming down another day, man. Somebody finna do something for me, Sir, man. there's nothing that we can do today until four to five weeks of... Man, f that f I gotta go get married. I'm flying to Jamaica, man. Did you f what I just said, man? I'm hearing what you're saying, but I can't do anything if you don't see the tree already coming out of the navel yet. Cut the f 
Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Did I say Friday? Two shows Friday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. And then yeah. you said souls. Yes. <laughs> Do you have, a, have you Friday. certainly suddenly I developed a lisp? Yeah, what is going but on? But there's with the you? blues and jazz supper club. <laughs> two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. <laughs> Get your tickets here on sale right now. I'll be doing blues, I'll be doing jazz. And I'll be doing jokes. It's all there you together. Blues and jazz. You'll do blues, jazz, blues, and jokes. jazz, and jokes. Jazz. BJJ. Yeah, it is. BJJ. All right, all right. That's how you go. Saturday, September the seventh, I will be in Greenville, North Carolina, at the Greenville Convention Center, and tickets are on sale right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, nephew. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up next, it is my strawberry letter subject. I can't wait. For school to start, uh, we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. All right. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, I can't wait for school to start. Dear Stephen Shirley, I recently found out that my 17-year-old son had sex for the first time. He's entering his senior year in high school, and his girlfriend graduated last year. I overheard my son telling his friend about the whole thing, and I was devastated. But there's another level to this story. I read my son's texts and found out that his girlfriend's mother knew about them having sex and allowed them to have sex in her home. 
I asked my son about it, and apparently the girlfriend's mom was part of the plan all along and counseled them, counseled them beforehand. This struck a nerve deep down in my spirit. And I called, and yes, I cussed her out. Mm. I cannot believe a mother would encourage such deceit. She would engage in such deceit. What happened to the mom code? I always had a problem with how close my son and his girlfriend were, and I couldn't wait for school to start so they would have less free time together. The girlfriend's mom told me that my son and her daughter felt more comfortable talking to her about it. She said that after two years of dating, they wanted to be each other's first. I couldn't believe how pleased she sounded to be telling me all of this information. Now I'm left looking like a prude, and she's the cool mom. What kind of mother allows this behavior in her home? I'm glad that my son's first sexual encounter was in a clean, safe environment, but I was hoping he would wait just a bit longer. Am I wrong for being upset with the girl's mom? Should I be glad she was there to talk with the teens before they lost their virginity? I'm a single mom. And this is too much for me to process. I need some solid advice on how to handle this. Please advise. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Um, you know what? This has to be devastating for you. It, it has to be devastating for you, Mom. Uh, you know, we always want our kids to stay innocent, to stay young for as long as they possibly can. We don't want to introduce, you know, such worldly things to them because we know the hurt and the heartbreak that comes with things like this. But... Then again, this is a part of life. I mean, we all have to grow up at some point. We all have to go through this. But I'm with you when you're upset with someone else's mom because she took what would have been special to you and your son or or your husband and your son away from you by doing it this way. And you're right. There is such a thing as some sort of mom code. She should have let you know what they were uh, discussing and what they were talking about. You know, you should have had some input in it. And you wouldn't have agreed to this, I know, which is probably why they didn't do it. But, um, you know, she's gone now. School has started. They won't see each other as much or uh, hopefully that is what you're hoping because uh, the, the, the girl, the young woman, graduated from high school already. So she's probably off to college. And your son, your son is still young. Um, and he has time, but I, I would like to, for you, as the mom, to sit him down and just talk to him and tell him about safety and things like that. I mean, you got to have that talk with him. You have to have that talk with him. And now is as good a time as any. And no, you're not wrong for being upset with the mom. You have every right to your feelings. You called her and gave her a piece of your mind. And, um, you know, it, it is a lot to process because this is your baby, and she took that away from you. I understand you being upset. Absolutely, I do. Junior? Yeah, see, right here, this, this, these two single moms, mm -hmm. it ain't a man no way in here. There's oh, no yeah, man. Yeah. There ain't a man. Right. She a single mom, and the girl mama a single mom. Because I'm going to tell you, if it was a man around, it wouldn't be no counseling. Yeah, because you, you're not going to talk to no man about sleeping with his daughter in, in his house. That, there's no way in the world there's a man around. If you actually think you're going to sleep with somebody's daughter in their house, it will have been a body in there if there was a man. <laughs> there's going to be a body. It's going to be some yellow tape. It's going to be a detective on the scene. It'll be an ambulance because he'll kill you about his daughter. It should not even have happened. And, see, this is a problem with our society right now because ain't no man around. Ain't nobody here to stop this. Ain't nobody say, hey, man, just stop what we doing. Yeah. 
I mean, very true. That's that's very true. That's, that's, that's where she that's was exactly. wrong. The other mom was wrong. You don't sit down right. and counsel your daughter beforehand by hand, and you gonna be in the house while they doing this? Man, that's a shame. Yeah, it is. That's a shame. All right, thank you, Junior. Uh, we're gonna move on to Jay. Jay, a subject I can't wait for school to start. Um, which I'm is just gonna keep going with what Junior's right, and he's absolutely right. There's no man in the house because if there was a man, there's a whole. The scenario is totally different. It starts with the man talking inside the house while they outside. Don't stand too close to my daughter, boy. Now put some oh, space in between y'all, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're mighty quiet out there. I want to hear. I want to hear what you're saying out there on that porch. In fact, come on in the house and sit down. Don't sit next to her. You sit over there, and she sit over there. How about that, okay? Mm-hmm. And what are your plans? I need to know your plans All with of my that, daughter. Where, mm-hmm. Yeah, where is this going? And how much money you got in the bank right now as we speak? How much money you got <laughs> yeah. saved? He's just up? in high school, Jay. I, I don't care. I don't. Need, I need to. I need to know your intentions. First of all, tell me your life plans. Let me hear where you're going in life. Yeah. 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 Let me. Let me. Let me what are your life plans? Yeah. 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 Let me hear your five-year plan, son. Because you ain't gonna just sit up here and talk to my daughter in any kind of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's you know right. I mean? Let yes. me. T- but let me know what you plan to do with yourself, say, 10 years from now. How much money do you plan to have? No, no, shut up, baby. I got this. I got this. Go uh-huh. ahead. Talk to me. If there was a man in the house, those would be the kind of questions that That's he would right. be asking him. It wouldn't be no sex. Wouldn't be no sex mm-hmm. at all. He'd be yeah. sitting there with his underwear on, picking his feet, asking these questions. All right. as he's picking his feet? <laughs> all right, come on, Jay. Picking his feet? Uh, listen, we'll have part picking two his of feet? this strawberry picking letter coming up <laughs> at 23 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, let's recap this strawberry letter from today. Subject, I can't wait for school to start. A little misleading because you think it's about a parent and the kids getting off to school and all of that. But this letter is from an an angry mom, yeah, who found out that her 17-year-old son had had sex for the first time. He's going to be a senior in high school. His girlfriend graduated last year. Now his girlfriend, a little advanced, the girlfriend's mother counseled these two young people and allowed them to have sex in her home. Now, the boy's mother is irate. She's livid about this. She called the the girlfriend's mom, cussed her out. She says a mother would engage in such deceit. And believe it or not, there are two schools of thought on this situation, you know, Mm. where uh, some parents... Some people and older people do allow kids to have sex and sleep together and all this in the house. They know they're going to do it anyway, so they'd rather do it at home. That is one school of thought, believe it or not. So anyway, so the mother of the son is is very upset. She says now she's looking like a prude and uh, the girlfriend's mom is looking like the cool mom. You don't have to be cool. You're not trying to be the son's friend. You're tr- You're his parent. You know, she wants to know, is she wrong for being upset with the girl's mom? No, you're not. And uh, should you be glad that she was there to talk with the teens before they lost their virginity? What? <laughs> what, what, what is going on over there? What else are they into over there? You need to find out. Uh, you're a single mom. It's a whole lot to process, she says. Then she needs some solid advice. So, Tommy, we've heard from me, Junior J. Now it's your turn. What you got? I just wish, honestly. What? That that was my girlfriend's mama when I was in school. I just wish, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Did he? Is, is wow. he for real? <laughs> is what? He, 
What? Ooh, if I could have talked to my girlfriend, mama, she'd have laid it out for it like that. <laughs> what? Okay, then, then none of y'all, y'all wouldn't have been cool with this, you, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend, mama laying it out for y'all the first time like that. You wouldn't want that. I can't even imagine what she said to them. I, what, well, I really, okay, look, Miss 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 Parker, uh-uh. listen, Miss <laughs> Parker, Miss <laughs> Parker, Miss Parker, Friday, Parker. from Friday, <laughs> from Friday. <laughs> cause she look she look like she the type that let it happen. Miss Parker, listen, <laughs> while you out there working in the in the yard, uh, listen, this is what we want to do, what and we want to do it here at the house, and we want your consent with it. And I just know this is the best place for us to do it. You have it. Yeah, but I want to Is you cool the with this, Miss Park? Yeah, I'm so cool with it. I want to put Thank fresh you. linen on the bed. Thank fresh you, Miss Park. I knew you fresh was cool linen. like this. Fresh, fresh linen. linen. Fresh linen. I don't want you to mess up my linen, so I want to put fresh linen on there. Thank you, Miss Parker. See, that's, that's what, what I'm talking about. See, I knew my mama. I knew my mama was gonna do nothing like this, Miss Parker. Thank you so much. We're not gonna tell your mama. We're not gonna tell. No, mama. my mama ain't gonna know. My mama, my mama, my mama, my mama. She can't handle it. She can't handle it. No. Okay. Don't nobody. Okay. Let me tell you, Miss Parker. Don't nobody know but me. Okay. My boy Courtney, he know, and then Robert know, and then I told Larry. Let me ask you some questions. Do you want candles? You want candles? Wow. What that do, Miss Park? What do Camp Miss Park? What okay, well, remember my first time, Miss Park. What? It adds to the scent of the room. So you like, like citrus. You want citrus? You want a citrus flavor? And would you like oh. mints? How about mints on the pillow? You want mints? No, you know you know what? You know what I want, Miss Park? That sentinel, like the one that the candles they have outside for the mosquitoes. Got it. I want that. Yeah, I know you're young. Inside, case some bugs get in there. I love, I love the ones outside for the for the mosquitoes. Yeah, I I Uh, know you're young, so I don't want you to drink anything hard liquor. So I'm gonna have you some wine coolers. How about that? (laughs) They still. So look, Miss Park, Miss Park, some bottles and James. Yes, if that's what you want. That's what what you want. I'll get it for you. That's what I. Miss Park, Miss Park, I want some bottles. We want some bottles and James. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, what else we want? Uh, you want something to eat afterwards because you're gonna be hungry. I know you're I like, gonna be okay, hungry. Okay, I really like, I like, I like ham and cheese, but I like it cut diagonally. I'll make it fresh. Oh, so you still like fresh? Yeah. In uh, fact, wait, I'm not. I'm but not put some chips. On the, put some chips yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I need to know how I'm gonna know when y'all done because I'm gonna knock lightly on the door. I'm gonna knock lightly. No, you ain't gotta knock. Lightly. You ain't gotta knock. Not lightly. I'm coming outside. I'm gonna come to oh, you. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's good. Wow. I yeah. Like that. yeah. This is all set up. This They're is really Ms. close. Miss Park. Yeah. Hey, Miss Park. Yes, <laughs> how stupid in. this sounds. I hope this one is <laughs> <laughs> a mess. Hey. Okay, okay, Carla, what did you want? Did you want me to get the Steve Harvey answer? God, dog. See, look, what y'all got to do right here. Woo! See, if it was me. If it was me though, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say this right, right here. If it's me, Mm -hmm. then I'm, I'm... God, (laughs) God. Tommy. Some people honestly (laughs) would feel like you. I mean, really, you know, if they had a, 
had Girl, someone. It's, it's normal. It's yeah, normal. It, I, I mean, you know, we hate to say that, and we we hate for our kids to grow up and do all of this stuff. But some kids really would feel. The did way we tell our better. parents what we did and when we did it? Come on, man. No, we absolutely did not. All right, we got to get out of here though. Please, uh, this can continue. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour from the talk, our girl Cheryl Underwood. Underwood. Right after. Hey, Miss Parker. <laughs> hey, Tommy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. It is our girl from the talk. Come on, Jay. Hit it. All right, all right. It's time for my Sarah sister. Y'all, please put your hands together for the Underwood of Cheryl. Let's hear it, baby. <laughs> 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 That's like being the Earl. Morning, the, morning. Like the good morning. Good morning, Hello. Underwood. Hello. Hello. Hey, before I get to what I'm going to talk about, because we got to talk about some serious things that have been happening, I got to shout out Jackson, Mississippi, because Jackson, Mississippi showed up and showed out for me. We had such incredible high demand that we have to move the August 15th show Mm -hmm. to September 7th and 8th. That's a Friday and a Saturday night. At 7.30 is the first show, and 10 o'clock is the second show on both nights. Current ticket holders will get priority of what time they want to select. So if you're holding an August 15th ticket for my comedy show, those tickets will be honored for the September 7th and September 8th show. And tickets for the general public go on sale tomorrow, Friday at 10 a.m. General public get some tickets. And thank you, Jackson, Mississippi, for showing up for me. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for that. Nice. And, and, and And you know what I think? With everything that's going on so traumatically sad, we don't want people to fear that they can't come together, that you can't go shopping, that you can't be out in, in, in a revitalized district, yeah. that you can't go about your day in Chicago because you worried that you may not come back alive. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yes. And thank you for yes. that. Now, listen, we started the week with President Obama's birthday, right? Yes, right? yes, yes. we did. Then yes. President Obama puts out what our President Trump should have put out as a statement. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Sounding yes. more presidential, more dignified, and getting to the root of this cause. When you kill people just because of what color they are, when you have lists, it's not just mental illness. It's not just these video games. These are people that are being stoked by the rhetoric of the president mm-hmm. we have now. And then when you avoid taking responsibility, President Trump, you are not leading our great nation. And then when you got Mitch McConnell over there blocking the legislation that we need, you are not doing a service to this great nation. The nation is standing up. When the governor of Ohio gets shouted down that you must do something, Mm -hmm. Americans are rising up. And we want the laws to be strengthened. We want people that do this to go to jail. We are not going to stand for this gun violence in the United States of America. We want to live free and not in fear. So I want to thank President Obama for stepping up. Now, President Trump, you step up too. You mm. step up. All right, Cheryl. Thank I'll you. Well said. Well, oh, said. well said. Well said. Well said. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Tommy, here we go. It's time. Let's go. Let's go, let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. She is here, the one and only Carla Pharrell. With what reality update? <laughs> okay, thank you, nephew Tommy. <laughs> All right, let's go. Rare Housewives of Potomac. So remember, guys, we talked about the sexual assault case on Ashley's husband, Michael. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, well, the show aired some unseen footage of the alleged allegation. But the footage, it really did not capture any of the physical contact between the cameraman and Michael, but it did record the cameraman's response. So Michael walked out and was like, hey, bud, you know, he says that in the clip, smiling and laughing. And then he said, you all right. And then the camera guy says, please don't do that, saying that directly to Michael. And then Michael responded, okay. And then the cameraman said, please don't do that. The man said again. Oh, and then wow. the, Michael says, okay. So before Michael walking over, you know, to meet his wife, you know, in this scene, they had to air more previously, you know, unseen footage, if you will, if you will, that later showed a man confronting Michael. And then to I guess it seems like they were trying to discuss what happened. And this was all at Monique's baby shower. But Michael shouted, I did not touch your butt in this particular scene. Like, none of this was on the show before, but the show decided to Mm. air it, you know, so the viewers can kind of get, you know, clarity Mm -hmm. as to what was going on. Anyway, long story short, the sexual assault charges were eventually dropped due to lack of evidence. Mm -hmm. So it seems as if Michael is in the clear. Something happened. Mm -hmm. But well, you, you just don't couldn't tell. I didn't touch your butt if you didn't touch your butt. I think you touched the butt if you. Yelled. I mean, that's you, just you, some you, random I, to yell out. You know, I mean, if you touch your butt, it ain't no yeah. confusing it. That's yeah. So I anyway. mean, best if you get yeah, the right the, part of the butt. And you don't yeah. say it like that. You you crazy, hey man, I ain't touch your damn butt. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. That's how you need some more on that. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That you ain't throw a bigger fit for me. You ain't put enough on. Yeah, you need some more on that. Yeah. <laughs> so on a whole nother other subject, let's just move on from this. Okay. On yeah. another subject. Well, you shouldn't have brought butts up, but go ahead. Yeah, you should, yeah. Well, it's a part of the show. Anyway, okay, um, okay. Shirley, yes. I'm going to say this to you. I want Katie to get some new wigs. That's what I want. Oh, my goodness. She's so beautiful. I'm, I'm not yeah. understanding. I'm just not understanding. <laughs> Do we need a wig dry? Do we need a wig dry? Yeah. I don't know yeah. what's going on with the with, with, what's going on with her wigs, boo. Yeah. I just going don't through something. They ain't just Katie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yes. know, Preston. Who going to wig me, boo? Who going to no. wig me, boo? <laughs> it almost sounds like a church announcement. We need Katie to get a new wig. Uh-oh. <laughs> Seriously, Reverend Adnoy. Save it for Monday. Reverend Adnoy. I love it. We would like for Katie to get a new wig. We'll meet in meeting room five. Okay. Well, I will be the first one there. <laughs> What's wrong with her wigs, Carla? What they look like? It's, it's looking it's, crazy. It's, it's yeah. Really. yeah, it looks crazy, it's, Tommy. Yeah. What well, we used to say when we was kids, you, you looking crazy about the head. Yeah, I don't know about what's, the head. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But anyway, Giselle the, and Robin. The wig looked like it was doing something before she put it on. That's the one the wig looked like. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm mad at her for that. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. moving on, Giselle and Robin, they're so messy. Mm-hmm. They are so messy. They didn't have to tell Candace what Ashley told them about what Monique told Ashley about what mm-hmm. Candace texted to Monique about Ashley's husband. What? 
You didn't get what? that? I got it the first time. Oh, you know, that's enough to twist the wig up, Carla. That's enough to twist the wig up. The wig up. <laughs> So oh, my God. So what is so about him touching know. the butt? No. Right. There it know. is. Junior, you keep it. I got it. You got it. Junior got it. Junior got it. That's exactly You're it. You're a genius, Junior. Uh, yes, genius. yes. Very good, Junior. So if you're listening and if you caught all that, hit me up on social media at Lips by Carla. We'll continue talking about reality shows. And do you think Giselle and Robin, again, were messy? They didn't have to tell Candace what Ashley told them about what Monique told Ashley about what Candace texted Monique about Ashley's husband. We'll be back in 20 after. Got it? Good. Uh, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so if you saw Kylie Jenner boarding a private plane to her birthday yacht party, you might think she's about to get married. It looked like a flowing and feathery wedding dress. Uh, well, anyway, it looks like a wedding dress. Uh, and a tux were being loaded into the plane. But sources confirm that Kylie and Travis Scott, her boyfriend, are not, I said, are not getting uh, married. They're not going to tie the knot this trip. Of course, it is a known fact. Oh, okay, because that's what the rumors were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe she's just uh-huh. partying, you Can know, I more birthday something? stuff. Yeah, sure, what? I don't I don't want to be married again. I mean, okay, I'm cool I'm, I'm, I'm cool I'm, with my life right now, okay, but I so sure so want to be. But I sure want to be a Kardashian, though. Tommy Kardashian. I really like that. How that sound? Tommy Kardashian. It sounds stupid. Sound like a wish. <laughs> yeah. That's it all really... it sounds like. It just sound like a Tommy wish. Tommy Kardashian. I like it. Okay. It's a known fact, of course, that uh, young Kylie, the billionaire, likes to mess with people. And why would she expose her wedding dress if she knew the paparazzi was watching, okay? She'll have another one. Uh-huh, another uh-huh. One. And yeah, while Kylie, Travis Stormy, Chris Jenner, Scott Disick, uh, Sophia Richie, that is Scott's girlfriend, and Corey Gamble, mm-hmm. that's Chris's man, uh, mm-hmm. were among those on the plane. None of her sisters were there. Also, Caitlyn was nowhere to be found. If she were to get married, uh, these people would certainly be present, don't you think? All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this. Y'all won't let me talk. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, guys, this story is, like, beyond crazy, okay? It's beyond crazy. But some people are, and some people on this show are really going to feel her, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be mad at her at all. Here we go. A 41-year-old woman had the winning lottery ticket. It was worth over $3 million. She had it on Friday night. She showed up Mm -hmm. at work anyway on Monday. Mm. Why? To deliver just one last package she had to deliver, okay? It's a courier company. Had no idea of her winnings. Uh, I knew something was wrong because I came back from lunch and the door to my office was closed, said the manager. I slowly opened the door to discover the woman with her pants around her ankles hunched over on my desk like a hippopotamus slash cheetah dropping a massive poo on my desk. That's how you leave. She shot her head towards me and locked eyes. I was frozen in Ah. shock and fear. Yeah. Look at me while yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. Now, <laughs> look yeah. at me. Yeah. Cut to the woman. Yeah. Uh-huh. She said it was worth it. 
<laughs> yeah. Really? When she was being arrested, she said, oh, it was worth it. On Friday, when I realized I had hit the lotto, I mm. knew this would be the first thing I would do. I hit up Look every- at me, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. We talked about uh, food trucks in our earlier segment. She said she hit up every food truck <laughs> yeah. and saved all her dumps. This is crazy. All nice. weekend. Give me some more tacos. She said, I was shuffling around like a death row inmate trying yeah. not to explode. Yeah. Yeah. I've been she putting... was backed up. Yeah, she yeah, backed. she was. Yeah. She said she... today is my last day, and I won't be back here tomorrow. I hope you do all right. <laughs> she said I've been putting up with this guy's crap for years. It's time he yeah. put up with some of mine. I know that's right. Wow, I'm not bad. Congratulations. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Oh, yeah. uh, I need you to clean this up. And I won't Hello, be here I need you. To... How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I heard call the police. <laughs> no, I'm going to jail. Talk about burning bridges, though. Man, that's right. That's how you leave a job, though. Yeah. That's how you leave. No, that's not. Yeah, yeah, it is. That is. You climb up Three on that desk. <laughs> yeah. I told you. Did I not say oh, at the outset I'm there a... would be some people on, in, yeah. on this show that wouldn't be mad at yeah. her no. at all? Sometimes, oh, Carla, you got to crap, you gotta crap your oh, way oh, out, oh. Carla. Yeah, Mm-mm. it is. Oh, it's what you, it, oh, this is what it looks like. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Jay. Yeah, Too far, Jay. Jay. Can you- Why are you making eye contact with me while I'm doing this? Why are you looking at me? Yeah, like this? yeah. Don't, don't look at my eyes. Can you imagine someone on your desk doing that's this? That's disgusting. Yeah, that that's how you do disgusting. it. He, he must disgusting. have been the worst disgusting. manager he had ever. To be. His name. Ever. He had to be. He had to be the what? worst manager ever. Yeah. Been they up they up will talk about that for a long time. Forever Give me one more scoop of beans. I know she's in there for. All right, right. coming up, our last break of the day, and we'll do Jay's segment. It's catching all over the world, Jay. What have we learned today? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are at the last break of the day. It's been a good day, huh, this Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, great day. Oh, I can see the weekend. Oh, and it looks good. It's right over the horizon. The weekend is right. Look over there. Look. You see it? That's the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I like to fly far away from here. Give me some Jodeci. Give me some Jodeci. Give me some Jodeci. Mama. <laughs> I don't care. I can't wait for the reunion tour. <laughs> when is back. that, Junior? When is that? They ain't planning one to tell me. They don't have one. <laughs> Not all them alcoholics. Wait, wait a minute, though. <laughs> the last thing I remember when Jodeci performed for us at the last oh. hoodies. Oh. Why was Casey out in the hall in his underwear and socks? So I know. I don't it, know. You know why. what? You know what? In in, in in respect to Casey, it can happen. Okay, yeah. I've been there before. It can happen. You know he was what? standing out there. I don't, I don't think know why. There's any more entertainers that have fell off the stage more than Casey and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. My most Nobody. vivid memory though was yeah. one time when Casey and I had. <laughs> We were at the same event. I think it was Soul Train Awards back in the day. Mm-hmm. We had the exact same hairstyle. I wore my hair back <laughs> in a flip. What? My what? Not that flip. What? I had a flip. That flip. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a wig. It was a wig. I had a they flip need wig. That, they need that reality show back on because that was great. Oh, man. my God. It really it was. was they I mean, they could really, really sing, though, Oh, man. what? And they can sing. They I could really that, sing. All my life song that they sing, you just cannot what? imagine that that 
that they are singing that song. It's one of the greatest songs ever, man. Yeah, they, they still, still play, play it life. They can sing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah they can from sing. the soundtrack of the movie, I still play yeah. life. Uh -huh. They can yeah. sing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, man, do they Woo. drink. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> man. But we love us some Jodeci on we this love, show. We love them. We sure, love them. Yeah. We love All right. So, uh, Jay, it's time for you to take it over with it's growing. I'm telling you, it's growing. No, it's, I knew this yeah, would I've happen, seen, though. Groundswell. I've seen billboards. Mm -hmm. I've seen billboards. What? Yes. yes it's all over social <laughs> media. Stop lying what? to me. What, what are you talking about, Shirley? Jay Segment, what have we learned today? You know the one. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. Shirley, uh -huh. you are right. Jay, check this out. Uh-huh. On my Instagram page at Lips by Carla, this okay. lady, her uh, name is Winnie Love at Winnie uh -huh. Love. She okay. said, she commented, you were right this morning. You got to hear the whole Steve Harvey morning show to really understand Jay's segment, What Did You Learn Today? <laughs> See there? <laughs> so it's taking off. Yes. Shout out to oh, Winnie Love for listening yeah. to the Steve Winnie. Harvey morning show. Winnie. <laughs> Winnie. Morning, Winnie. Winnie. Okay. We love you, Winnie All right. Love. All right. Since Steve is on vacation, I came up with this segment called what did you learn today? So what we do is each person who's on the show goes around the room and they tell us what did they learn today. This is really catching on. Winnie is the only person so far that I know that has been talking about it. But we're going to do it anyway. Shirley Strawberry, what did you learn today? I learned that John Voight, the actor, is mm -hmm. a complete idiot. Okay? I'm done. Yes. I'm done. Completely. I'm done. I'm this done. man had the nerve to say that racism was solved a long time ago. I'm mad at him for so many things, but this most of all, I'm mad at him, at him because he stars as Mickey Donovan on Ray Donovan, and I love Ray Donovan. Then we I'm got like, to get rid of him, sir. Yeah. That's why Ray. That's why Ray be trying to get him locked up. All yes, the time. <laughs> yes. He said racism was solved you know his a long daddy time ain't ago. No good. What are you talking about? Yeah. He said that Trump isn't a racist, but instead a man who loves his country. Ah, oh, get out of here. All right, that's what I learned that's today. What you He's learned an today. idiot. All right, Carla Farrell, what did you learn today? I've had the same <laughs> lesson all week. <laughs> same lesson today. The president is so petty. He's just <laughs> so oh my God. petty. Yeah. How can you go to Dayton, Ohio, and mm. El Paso, Texas, leave Dayton, Ohio, you went there first, visited the victims, mm -hmm. uh, people that were injured from the mass shooting, on the way to El Paso, tweet and attack the Democratic senator from Ohio and the mayor of dating, disputing what they said about what happened during your visit. How can you be so petty? I don't nothing understand. Bad. You can't. He can't resist it, though. No, he no. just can't be above that. And he didn't say anything wrong. Right. That's they the very definition wrong. of being petty, though. Yeah. Right. You know? look for stuff yeah. that wasn't even there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I learned about a pettiness lesson today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, really uh, Junior. Really what did sad. you learn today? Well, Jay, I learned today that uh, I need to get some more money. Because if for $3 million, the lady who defecated on her boss's desk, I can't do that yet. I can't afford to do nothing close. I just need some more money. That's what I found out today. Yeah, you ain't there yet. Right. I'm not uh, there yet. I need this job still. Nephew, tell me what you learned today. You know what I've learned, man? I've learned that strawberry letter, parents... <laughs> parents that are allowing children to have sex. I think that we've got a lot of parents out there 
they really need to, to step back and check themselves and say, you know what, this is not what I am supposed to be doing at all. You should not be stepping in the middle of this, letting this happen, instigating it and letting it happen. It That's is right. wrong. Right. I got kids. I got a 14-year-old daughter. I got an 8-year-old son. I got a 20-something-year-old son. I've seen every level of it. So this is not something that you're supposed to jump in and say, this is cool. I'm going to let them do it here because they're going to do it anyway. That is completely not right. You're so right, Tommy. Yeah. Be a parent, yeah. not He's a friend. Right. You're Come their on, parent. Man. All right. Well, uh, that's well, all the Jay, time we have. I don't think we, we get to hear what you learned I mean, today. I didn't learn but... nothing today. I ain't learned a damn <laughs> <laughs> We're out of time. On that note, it's catching on, people. On that note, we're out of here. Thank you so it's much. Tyler. We love you. <laughs> we love you, love you, love you. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 